0: Okay, naka-off nga pala. I realized that, you know, some Christians, they talk, just like what I did earlier, and, you know, you guys cannot hear me. I was trying to shout, and still you cannot hear me. Some Christians are trying to be like that. We're trying to do things on our own, and yet we have not realized that there is the power of the mic, and I had don't have to Shout, I don't have to yell. Kasi pag sumigaw ako, may concert ako tonight, it's going to be difficult. Masisira yung boses ko. So maraming ganong Christiano. Okay, and uh, you know today is Pentecost Sunday. Okay, uh, this is the time, you know, in Acts chapter 2 verse 14. They were in the upper room and they were all in the Honda Accord, 120 of them. They've been worshiping God. They've been reminiscing the goodness of the Lord. And suddenly, the Holy Spirit came upon each and every one of them. Okay. So we will continue our topic on knowing God or experiencing the Holy Spirit. Last Sunday, Pastor Danny spoke about godly mothers. And yesterday in our... D group, by the way, the D group that we have in Panorama City, uh, we're starting at eight o'clock in the morning. It is a garden breakfast. Okay, so yesterday we had pancake. The other Saturday we had hot pan disal breakfast. So kahapon pancake, and probably this Saturday it's going to be Western breakfast in a garden setting. Okay. So for those who live for those of you who live somewhere in the north, you're most welcome to to join us. Okay, so Pastor Danny discussed about godly mothers. And yesterday in our D group, one of the things that you know that that we discussed is that it is very difficult for mothers, not only mothers but for fathers to become to be an example. Okay, it takes a lot of working for us to become good examples to our children, more so to the people around us. But you know, if we do it, if we walk in the Spirit, if we have the Spirit indwelling in us, the Holy Spirit in filling us, it is the Holy Spirit that bears the fruit in our our lives. Amen? So let me start with, you know, while we were worshiping, Ibang naiisip ko, naiisip ko ano ang Ano ang pampatawa na gagawin ko? So I remember there was this Filipino couple. So they moved to the United States. So when they moved to the United States, uh, so they stayed in this fancy hotel. Kasi they, they came from the Philippines, and in their area, there were no hotels. There were no fancy things. So they were in Las Vegas. So while they were there, the dad and the son, you know, they were sitting in the lobby and they've been, they've been fascinated with all the lights and the fancy people going in and out of the hotel. And suddenly, they were looking at this glass door, no, this glass wall, and it suddenly opened. And people came in. Wow, what meron dun? And then it closed. After a few seconds, it opened again. So there was this old woman who entered that, that glass door. And after a few seconds, it opened again, and there was this beautiful woman who came out. The dad said, wow. Hey, son, call your mom. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) If you want to be changed, you don't have to go to that glass door. Iba sa inyo ngayon lang batawa eh. <laughs> okay, if we if we want our lives to be to be changed, we don't want we don't need to go to that glass door, but we need God to change us. And we said, Pastor Peter has been saying that you know Christian life is not a difficult life, it is not an easy one, but it is an impossible one. That is why we need the supernatural intervention in our lives. Amen. You see. So two Sundays ago, we have learned that the Holy Spirit. We have learned that the Holy Spirit is God. Most of the time, we you know we overlook that the Holy Spirit is God. And that's why we, most of the time we just put him aside. But this is the dispensation of the Holy Spirit, and this is the time that the Holy Spirit is really going to move in the lives of each and every Christian. I believe with all my heart we wanted to become Christ-like. Most of us are having that difficulty to follow Christ. But I believe with all my heart that God is going to infill us with his power. He has promised in Luke chapter 24, verse 49. It says, I am going to send you what my father has promised. God has promised his people that he will live with them. God has promised with his people that he will have that intimate relationship with them. God has promised that he's going to give us that power that's why he said stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high and what is that power from on high that is the coming of the holy spirit remember in acts chapter 2 verse 14 we said that they were all in one place they were worshiping god and suddenly the holy spirit came upon each and every one of them i realize that a lot of people a lot of christians are kind of confused What is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and what is infilling of the Holy Spirit? Or sometimes people just interchange them. What is indwelling of the Holy Spirit or baptism of the Holy Spirit? The moment you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, the Bible says that our body becomes the temple of the Holy Spirit. Once we receive Him inside our hearts, Okay, the Holy Spirit indwells in our, in our hearts or in our lives. And the infilling of the Holy Spirit, by the way, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit is a one-time experience. Because the moment you receive Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you have been sealed. ka. And the Bible says that no one can pluck you out of my Father's hands. Why? Because of that seal that was given upon each and every believer. And in fact, the Bible says that if any man is in Christ, he is what? He is a new creation. All things are passed away, behold, all things become new. You become new by virtue of what Jesus has done on the cross of Calvary. You become new by virtue of the seal that the Spirit is given upon each and every one of us. The infilling of the Holy Spirit is a moment-by-moment experience. Let's face it. Our lives, when we got born again, it is our spirit who got born again. Man is consists of three. Spirit, soul, and the body or the flesh. When God created man, God created us out of dust. And the Bible says that God breathed into the nostrils of of that thing, of that, of that clay. And what happened? Adam came. God gave His Spirit upon each and every one of us. But because of sin, that, that Spirit was separated from God. And that's what we call the spiritual death. So when we got born again, our relationship with God was restored. The Spirit that is within us and God's Spirit was restored. But our flesh remains as is. That's why we still get sick. That's why some of us wanted to commit sin. We enjoy sin. That's why, you know, we're having all of these hardships and difficulties in life. Because we still live in the flesh. Man is a spirit with soul living in the body. So when we got born again, it is the spirit that was born again. Okay? So it is the spirit that was born again. And and the Bible is telling us that And the Bible is telling us that our soul has to be renewed in order for the body to follow. I will expound on that in detail later. How many of you have seen the wind? Hangin. O yung katabi natin mahangin. Yun, how many of you have seen a wind? Wind that blows. Wala. Hindi natin nakikita. But wind is very powerful. And how many of you have seen a sailboat? Sino sa inyo nakakita ng sailboat? Yung hindi nagtataas ng kamay. Okay. Ito, nakita yun na, sailboat. Okay? What is a sailboat? Bow. A sailboat is a sailboat that sails in the ocean. Right? Right? A sailboat sails in the ocean. And it is the power of the wind that blows the sail for it to move. What happens if the sailboat is just on top of the table? it becomes a decoration. Meron kaming kapitbahay, meron siyang meron siyang boat. And that boat, okay, hindi niya dinadala sa dagat. Ni-repair niya, it was really beautiful. And then he would go around, okay, you know, with we truck, iniikot niya lang yung boat niya. <laughs> I realized that many Christians are like that. The very reason why we do not progress in our Christian life it's because we are just like a decoration. We are afraid to go to the water. We are afraid to go to the ocean. And when we are in the ocean, okay, some Christians, must gusto nila nakatiklop yung sail. Do you think pag wala yung sail, tapos magsasagwan ka, do you think you can reach the Philippines? From here? Palagay ko sa panaginip lang probably in your dreams. But you know, as Christians, we are called by God to go to the ocean to hoist our sail so that we can experience the power of the wind. And as Christians, God wants us to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. A lot of Christians live in a defeated life. Why? Because they failed to hoist their sail. And instead of allowing the sail... To be a medium wherein the the, the sailboat would move, nagsasagwan sila. Or sa ilong tawag nila bubuksay, Tama ba yun? Bisaya, Okay, they use their hand or they use their paddles. No, you will never move. We are doing it by our own effort. Christian life, the moment we do it through our own effort, we will never move. The moment we do it through our own effort, we will always fail. And it needs the power of the Holy Spirit for us to move so that we can go places. It needs the power of the Holy Spirit for us to fight through the battles. And some Christians are afraid of going to the water. We're afraid of stepping into the ocean. We're afraid to face battles. You know, there is no victory unless we go through battles. There has to be resistance, there has to be battle for us to experience victory. And for us to experience that victory, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. Let me share with you three types of people. The first, man is, the first one is natural man. What is a natural man? In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, it says that the natural man is a person without the Spirit and does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness. These are the people in the world. These are the people who have not received Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. So that is the natural man. These people don't understand the things of God. Why? Because their spirit is separated from God. There is that spiritual death. They are called the natural man the second person or let's continue on that and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit let's move on the second person is the carnal christian what is a carnal christian first corinthians chapter 3 verse 1 to 3 it says brothers and sisters i could not address you as people who live by the spirit but as people who are still worldly mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. I remember when I was a child, I was exposed to the Pentecostal movement. And to them, kapag ka ka ng sini, karnal ka. And to them, kapag ka nagsasayaw ka, you sway your hips. Karnal yan, but no, this is not what the Bible says. A carnal Christian is a Christian who does not grow. A carnal Christian is a person who doesn't have the infilling of the Holy Spirit. A carnal Christian is a person kumbaga parang bonjing. A toti bonjing, a bonjing. You've seen that? Those are the carnal Christians. Ang baby, di ba cute? Two of you have seen a baby. Hindi kayo nakakita ng baby? Oh my gosh. Di ba ang baby cute? Di ba ang baby cute? Pero nakakita ba kayo ng matanda na nagdedede pa? Cute ba Kadire, diba? ba? So a carnal Christian is what? The carnal Christian is kadire. Okay? We'll go back to that. The third person is a spirit-filled Christian. What is a spirit-filled Christian? This is the person with the spirit of the living God. The person with the spirit makes judgment about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. For who has known the mind of the Lord? So as to instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. We have the Spirit of Christ. Now, I want us to look at this as an example. Sino sa inyo nakakita ng sasakyan? Sino sa inyo nakakita ng sasakyan? Okay. Para doon sa hindi pa nakakakita ng sasakyan, okay. ito ang sasakyan. This is a car. Wow? Okay. Ang sasakyan, for it to move, it has to have a driver. Meron ba kayo nakita sasakyan dyan sa parking nagkumaandar papunta ron sa Starbucks? Wala. It has to have a driver for it to move. And a lot of us, a lot of Christians, we drive our own cars. As an example, if you drive your own car, and then you just, you have the Holy Spirit beside. Sabi ng Holy Spirit, pasakay naman. Gusto kong makipag-fellowship with you sa Starbucks. Ay, ayoko. I'll just go there by myself. We drive our own car and we left the Holy Spirit behind. That is a natural person. A carnal person is when, okay, Holy Spirit, sakay ka na nga. Pero hindi mo pwedeng hawakan ang kotse ko. Ako drive. A carnal person is when we have the Holy Spirit as the passenger of our car and we drive our own lives. That is a carnal person. But a Spirit-filled person is when we allow the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, take the wheels of my life. Take control of my life and I will be the passenger. Go wherever you want me to go. Let's watch this one.
1: Cincinnati on a slow white Christmas seat Going home to see her mama and her daddy With the baby in the back seat Fifty miles to go when she was running low On faith and gasoline It'd been a long, hard year She had a lot on her mind And she didn't pay attention She was going away too fast Before she knew it, she was spinning on a thin black sheet of glass She saw both her lives flash before her eyes She didn't even have time to cry She was so scared She threw her hands the shoulder and the
0: Allowing God or allowing the Holy Spirit to take the wheels of our lives doesn't matter whether you are an old person, a young person, a kid, or whatever. Even if you're still in school, you're in high school or probably elementary. If we allow Jesus to take the wheel of our lives, He will direct us in the way that we would grow in Christ-likeness. But if we take over the wheel of our lives and just allow the Holy Spirit to become a passenger, then there will be a lot of difficulties in our lives. There will be a lot of of hardships for us to achieve Christ-likeness. But when we allow the Holy Spirit to take full control of our lives, yes, there will be problems. Yes, there will be difficulties in in our lives but it is the Holy Spirit who will allow us to do it right and have the joy of the Lord. Amen? So, what does it mean to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Does it mean that when I am filled with the Holy Spirit, I will walk like a spiritual person? Like a psychic? Does it mean that I will look like uh, the person from India if I am? Filled with the Holy Spirit? Okay, let's find out. In Galatians chapter five, verse sixteen, it says, I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfil the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another so that you do the things that you wish. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart. So in Galatians it says, walk in the spirit. It is a command. Walk in the Greek language here describes or defines as walking as in like a military walk. Marching. It's a marching order. Who of you have seen soldiers marching? Marching. Everybody, right? They march in the same cadence. They march in the same order. It's a left, right, left, right. And everybody do the same, right? And they march in the same direction. Did you see any soldier that when they march, one of some of them are going this way and others are going that way? May nakita ganon? Baka boy scout lang yun. But in essence, when they march, they march all together. It says here, walk in the Spirit. That means we have to walk together with the Spirit. If the Spirit leads us there, then we walk with the Spirit there. We don't move ahead or we don't stay behind. We walk in the Spirit. And it is a command. It says, walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I remember one of the things that Pastor Edmond shared in one of his illustrations is the difference between the white dog and the black dog. Have you, you guys, remember that? Didn't you notice that in our Christian walk, sometimes there is a battle between the white dog and the black dog? Didn't you notice that, or ako lang? There is always a struggle. The white dog is saying, open your Bible and read your Bible. But the black dog is saying, oh, you're sleepy. The white dog is saying, you pray. And the black dog is saying, no, no need. God already knows what you need. As I said earlier, when we got born again, the spirit within us got born again, but the flesh remained the same. And there is always a battle between the spirit, Okay, and and the flesh within us. The Spirit wants to pray. The Spirit wants to commune with God. But the flesh is too tired. The flesh is too weak. There is always that battle. But if the Spirit within us is malnourished, what happens? It is the flesh that wins. If we feed our body, if we feed the flesh, we feed our bodies with what? We are reading in the books. We feed our bodies with what we're seeing in the television. What happens? The spirit within us becomes weak. That's why we need the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Okay? Amen? And it says here that if you walk in the spirit, you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh is against the spirit and so on, and so forth. Ephesians 5.18 says, And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. You know, getting, drinking wine is not a sin. Totoya, Pastor Reg. So, ibig sabihin, pwede na akong uminom ng Nang serbesa mamaya. Pwede ko nang laklakin yung yung puwerbo sa bahay. Okay? You know, the Bible says, do not be drunk with wine. Drinking is not a sin, but the result of being drunk, that's where sin comes in. Sino sa inyo nalasing dati? Okay. Okay. Doon sa mga nalasing na dati, what happens? When you are intoxicated with wine, what happens? Your speech change. Diba? Yung pangit, gumaganda na sa'yo. Ano pa nangyayari? Nagiging... nagiging Nagiging sexually aroused ka. Doon sa iba. Yung iba, ano nangyayari? Nag-trigger ng anger. Kaya kung isang maraming mga murder nangyayari, why? Because they're under the influence of alcohol or probably influence of drugs. All of us are influenced by something. Some of us are influenced by alcohol. Some of us are influenced by hatred. Some of us are influenced by by money. Some of us are influenced by greed. But if we are influenced or filled with the Holy Spirit, iba ang Christiano. That's why it says, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. So it's the same. If you are intoxicated with wine, what happens? Your speech changes. If you are filled with the Holy Spirit, what happens? Your speech change. Kung dati nagmumura ka, what happened? Nawala na yung pagmumura mo. Okay? Kung dati, kung dati nang iinis ka, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, what happens? You speak words of encouragement. I remember, um, I've been sharing this with my d-group. Since about last quarter of last year, nagbago yung boss namin. So yung boss namin na nagkumalit, talaga nga naman, araw-araw na lang nasa principal's office kami. So yung hibla ng carpet ng opisina niya, memorize ko na. Kasi pag nasa principal's office, nakaliyok ko ka na lang ng ganyan. Sinisigawan ka, sinisigawan kami, tapos sa... nasty things are being said against us okay and that was difficult to swallow especially me coming from from a corporate world and i've been in the, in the management team before tapos all of sa atin sisigaw sigawan ka lang ng ganyan it's difficult to swallow there was a time talagang sinabon kami tapos talagang you know kulang na lang yung lolo ko at lola ko murahin niya talagang galit na galit ako I was really upset. I was really I was really angry. Okay? Muntik na nga ako mag-incredible Hulk eh. Almost muntik na ako maging uh Si Beauty and the Beast. Nanonood kayo noon. Oy, malapit na season finale noon, ah. Okay? So talagang galit na galit ako. And after that session, you know, one of the things that I've been asking God, Lord, pag dumating ito, please take hold, take full control of my tongue. Because it is always easy to answer back. Right? My natural man is saying answer back mas magaling karyan. Bukod sa mas guwapo You know? That's my natural man, but my spirit man is saying a soft answer turns away wrath but grievous words stir up anger my spirit my spirit is saying bite your lips so kaya nga nung ando doon asagot ko na lang yes sir no sir and after that the lord spoke to me pray for your boss nako ang hirap ipagpray ang amo lalo na pag minura ka sino señor dito namura na ng amo nako pag namura ka na ng amo, what happens? Tawag ka kagad sa union. Right? This is my right. This is my right. It's not supposed to do that. This is my right. Ipaglalaban ko to. That is already harassment. started to pray for my boss. And you know what? Last week, lahat nagulat. For about 3-4 days, our boss was super nice to us. And for the first time since October, he sent me an email and said, Thank you. Prayer walk works. Walking in the Spirit works. So, if you're having difficulty in the office, if you are being bullied in school, if you are having difficulties with our subjects, and sometimes we are tempted to do it the shortcut way. Remember, walk in the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. In life, there is no shortcut. There are no shortcuts in life. I've been telling this to my, to my daughter. One time we were working on in our garden, and I asked her to, you know, to pack up the things that we used. And she was trying to shortcut things. And in the end, all the words were tangled and she's you know, having difficulty. I told her, in life, there are no shortcuts. But if you want to have an easy way out, have the Holy Spirit walk with you. Why? Because even if there are difficulties, the Bible does not say that Christian life is going to be a bed of roses. Remember, Roses have turned. We will suffer. There's suffering in Christian life. But if we have the Holy Spirit, what does it say? Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, and giving thanks always for all things to God. Whether you're going through difficulties in life, trials in life, if you are walking in the Spirit, it will still be easy for you to say, Thank you, Lord. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God. I was watching last night the live telecast from CCF. They have a guest speaker. Who of you watched it last night? Nick. Nick, whatever that is. Oh, I love you now, okay? So that guy, who of you doesn't want to have, you know, that, no arms, no legs, and that guy is being used by the Lord. And Pastor Peter was saying, "Do you have problems? Look at this. Look at this guy." I was uh, reading in the Yahoo page the other night, the other day. There was this girl. She was 15 years old. She's one of the best now in America. In high jumping, 15 years old. But you know what? She's blind. She's 15 months old. 15 months old. No, sorry, 16 months old, she's now 15. And she's saying, ang nakikita niya ng tunnel na merong ilaw sa donor, very blurred. But she is a high jumper. You have problems in life? Look at these people. And in fact, I was really touched because she was interviewed. And she said that her, her vision is really deteriorating. She's, she's seeing that small hole in your regular vision. And it's becoming darker and darker and darker. And she said, I don't mind that. It's just a vision. I know some of us are, you know, having difficulties in life. You always reclaim here and there. What is reclaim? Reklamo. You always complain. But look at these people. Without arms, without legs, and he is being used by the Lord. Kasi naman, Pastor Reche, ayoko mag-share sa D-Group. Kasi bago lang ako eh. Kasi naman, Pastor Rex hindi na ako ng prayer kasi hindi ko pa alam yan. I'm new. Come on. These are the people, blind person, 15 years old. She's one of the best in America now. Can we? It's impossible without the Holy Spirit. So when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, Our lives are changed. Our speech are changed. We have the joy of the Lord. Our disposition in life changes. And in fact, it says here that we become more thankful to God. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is in our hearts. Amen? let skip some of this. Okay, in Galatians 2.20, it says, I, am, I have been crucified with Christ. It is not I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. We've learned in our previous lesson that Christ, Jesus, God the Father, and the Holy Spirit, they are one. So it's the Spirit of Christ that lives in me. That's why it is not I or us that lives, but it is the Holy Spirit. Okay, I'd like to share with you something. This is not in my notes. Let's open our Bibles to Romans chapter twelve. It's not in my notes, it's not well. in you know, my I just felt led to share this with you. Because I mentioned earlier that it is the whole it is our spirit that gets born again and our body. Remains as is. Now, here is also one of the techniques. How can we live? How can we be filled or in with the Holy Spirit? It says in Romans chapter 12, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that what? You offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, which is your reasonable service. Let me, just to make sure I'm quoting it right. And it says in verse 2, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. As I mentioned earlier, we are consist of the Spirit with soul contained in the body. The spirit wants to do this, but the flesh wants to do it otherwise. So where does the soul come into play? In the Old Testament, when they come to God, they offer sacrifices. They bring with them Goats, sheep, and they offer it. It is a sacrifice. When they sacrifice, they kill that animal. And when they kill that animal, there is the shedding of the blood. Okay, The shedding of the blood then was a temporary covering for our sin. It is temporary. That's why they do it okay? on a regular basis. In the New Testament, when Jesus died on the cross, that practice no longer exists. Why? Because we can come to the throne room of God with boldness. And in fact, the Bible says that we can confess our sins directly to God. So what we read is that offer our bodies as a living sacrifice. I've been asking God, what does it mean? How do I offer my body as a living sacrifice? Number one, God demands living sacrifice because Jesus died once and for all. That's why God requires a living sacrifice. Sino sa inyo nakakita ng manok? In the Philippines, na alala ko, nagkakatay pa ako ng manok. Okay, that was about uh, 10 years ago when I was about 15 years old. So, so kakatay na manok. Pag kinakatay mo ang manok, anong gina, ginahawakan mo yung manok, in fact, kinatali ang kupa para hindi siya pumalag. Right? Napipi- are, you, are you imagine this one? Pag ginilit mo na yung leeg ng manok, what happens? Gungingi sa'yo ang manok ng ganyan. Meron ba kayo nakitang manok? O sige, kakatayin kita. The manok says, Oh, here's my neck. Wala. Right? And God is telling us, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. You know, if we walk in the Spirit, and the Spirit tells us to do this, Pastor Reg, ang hirap pag-pray yung boss. You know what? When I was praying for my, my boss, pumapalag ang laman ko. Honestly, nanginginig ako na gusto kong... but I obeyed. It was a living sacrifice. When the Holy Spirit or when God tells us to do something and our flesh doesn't want to do it and we continue to do it, that is a living sacrifice. God says, love your enemies. God says, love your ex husband or ex-wife pray for them ko kung alam mo lang ang but when you pray you obey the spirit within you it becomes a living sacrifice and with it, when it is a living sacrifice it ascends into heaven and god smells that sweet flavor aroma Hmm, ang
1: bango. pray mong kaaway mo, sabi
0: ng God, Hmm, ang bango ng sacrifice. That's why the Word of God says, there should be a renewal of your mind, a renewal of your soul. And the only time that our soul, our mind can be renewed, is when we allow the Holy Spirit to move in our lives and feed the Spirit within us. The only time that the Spirit, the flesh, will start to unite with each other and magkaroon siya ng same objective, is when we allow the renewing of our mind. Amen? Amen? Okay. So let's, let's move on. And do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation. Yung mga taong lasingera, what happens? That happens. Their lives are wasted. Now, how to be filled with the Holy Spirit? So Brother Rich, you've been talking about filling of the Holy Spirit. Papano yan? Kailangan ba nangingisaya ko ng ganyan para ma-feel ako ng Holy Spirit? Kailangan ba ba mag-Chinese ako rito o mag-Arabic ako para ma-feel ako ng Holy Spirit? Because there are some people who teach that, you know, for you to be filled with the Holy Spirit, dapat ganito ka, dapat meron kang nararamdaman na parang kuryente sa katawan mo. No. So how to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Number one, desire and ask in faith. Luke chapter 11.13 says, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who who ask Him? So if we want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, we simply have to ask. The problem is, people are not getting it because they're not asking. Pastor Rich, sabi naman sa Bible, even before you ask it from God, alam na niya kung anong kailangan mo. Alam na niya kailangan mo ng Holy Spirit. No. The very reason why God wants that, it's because, you know, who among you are fathers? Fathers. Di ba as fathers, we, you know, we enjoy when we are able to give what our children want. We enjoy giving what our children ask. Right, fathers? Your, your, Your child or your daughter requested for, you know, dad, I need some money. And you are able to give it to your child. What happens? You have that very nice feeling. Same is true with God. The very reason why God wants us to ask it from Him, it goes back to the basic premise that God wanted to have that intimacy or fellowship with us. Because asking God, that establishes our relationship with Him. So it says here that if we ask, if we want the Holy Spirit, we simply have to ask and desire for it. It doesn't need any ritual. I think the only ritual you need to do is talk to God hindi mo na magsasayaw magssayaujan so that you receive the Holy Spirit. hindi mo na umiyak at magtatawarian to receive the Holy Spirit. You simply have to ask in faith. And lastly, we need to give room for the Holy Spirit to fill us up. We need to give room, assuming we are full packed. Can we still accommodate people in? No more. Same is true with our lives. If our lives is full packed with a lot of things, our lives are full packed with a lot of, of theories. Our lives are full packed with a lot of you know, anxieties. The Holy Spirit can, cannot occupy that. If our lives is full of sin, the Holy Spirit cannot occupy that. That's why the Bible says in 1 John 1, 1.9 that if we confess our sins, what? He is faithful and just to forgive us some of our sins. Right? No, why? Because He is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness. What does all mean? Lahat. What is lahat means? All. What does all mean? Lahat. Very good. Okay? And the Bible says that when He forgives us, kahit ganu karumi ang puso natin, even though our hearts are dark, scarlet, He can make it white. Okay? So we just have to give room for the Holy Spirit if there are known sins in our lives, let us confess it. Amen? So how many of you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Why do we want to be filled with the Holy Spirit? For us to have the power to live a Christian life or to become Christ-like. We are not going to use the power as a show-off. Of course, that power will be used by God to further His kingdom. But basically, that power will be used so that we can live a Christ-like way. Amen? So, we just have to ask. We just have to pray. And I'd like to invite everybody. First, if you have not known Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, the Bible says that We need to receive Him by faith. And if we receive Him as our personal Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit dwells in us. We are sealed. And it says that if we have received Him, we become a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. And probably you are here. You have been a Christian for quite some time. And you still feel that you live a defeated life. And you still feel that, you know, feeling mo parang walang nangyayari sa Christian life mo. Feeling mo you are still a carnal Christian. I invite you to ask God to infill us, infill you with the Holy Spirit. If you feel that your life is stagnant, I would encourage you. Let us be filled with the Holy Spirit. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the word this morning. Lord, I know that you have spoken to each and every heart. And I believe, Lord God, that we have that desire to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Father, you said that we just have to ask and receive it by faith. And Father, we ask and we desire to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And Lord, if there are unconfessed sins in our hearts, Holy Spirit, we ask you to become the spotlight. Search our hearts. Forgive us for being indifferent. Forgive us for harboring hatred in our hearts. Forgive us for doing things which are not right. Forgive us for doing things which are not pleasing to you. Father, we appropriate the blood of Jesus. We appropriate the forgiveness of our sins. Cleanse us. And Lord God, whatever things in our hearts that is occupying aside from the Holy Spirit, We ask you, Holy Spirit, to burn them so that there will be more room in our lives for us to be filled with your power. Thank you, Lord God. And Lord, I pray that you would move in the lives of each and every one of us from the back to the front, from the left to the right. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would deal with each and every one of us. And Father, even this morning, Lord, I'm just led to pray for those who are sick in their bodies. Father, I pray, Lord, you are our Jehovah Rapha. Some of us here are sick. We ask, dear Father God, that your healing touch will flow through each and every one of us. Lord, you are our great doctor. You are the one who created our bodies. You know every cell. You know every part of it. And Father, you can recreate it by your power. And I speak forth your healing upon each and every one. Who are sick in their bodies today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.